I don't know if I told you guys, but I wrote a theme song. What? And we're live. <laughs> All, right, All right, welcome uh, to the inaugural episode of Reel It In. Uh, today you're joined by hosts, myself, Anthony Rodriguez, and to my left, the yeah. wonderful... Andrew Cooper. Andrew Cooper. And in front of me, my chest burster, Ben, Ben Coopers. Hey, yeah, Ben, Ben Coopers. How's it going? And then the original, the only, there is no other, Will Smith. Will Smith, yes. Uh, get your jokes out now. <laughs> <laughs> and probably for the rest of my life. I think yeah. that's... That's it. How's the chest burster? Yeah, that's how's was that? What's a chest burst? It's from it's from Aliens. We know. Oh. <laughs> how's uh, how's yes. the new uh, Aladdin movie coming along? Yeah. yeah. How's that? Been? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm probably getting paid a lot for it. Oh, so. Yeah, you still nice. got a little blue on your face. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to work, work through it. Worth it. It's okay. He blew himself. Oh. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so you're probably you're probably asking yourself right now, other than what the heck am I listening to? Is what is reeled in? Well, reeled in is the brand new. Uh, TV and film podcast starting over our new one-stop shop of everything nerdy, um, where every week you'll be able to come in and see a new or listen to a new podcast about video games, comic books, movies, and Reeled In is going to take care of that little movie and film um, want that you have right there, um, and we're really excited scratch to get it started. Scratch the itch, if you will. Yeah, yeah, mm, scratch, mm. scratch that itch and everything like that. Some of you may already have listened to the comic book podcast. Um, who's no hosted one, by no one? No, hosted it. by the wonderful, the beautiful Andrew Cooper. Uh, uh, just me. except beautiful. Yeah, just <laughs> just, just beautiful. Just, finally, just Ben and Israel. Just Ben Israel and Scott. Those are our good standards. Yeah, yeah, those, are the, yeah. those are the standards. So, origins and adaptations. So, for those yep. who don't know what origins and adaptations is, you just want to give a a real quick uh, spiel about that. So, yeah. those who are listening, maybe this is their first time listening on us and. They can go ahead over and listen to some origins and adaptations. Origins and adaptations is a uh, just a focus on comic books. So our love for comic books, whether it's the movies, TV shows, video games, comic books themselves, it's a more of just a focus on what that is. Uh, so when you're wondering what certain elements of this movie was, we tend to explore that a little bit more. So that mm-hmm. way you get better understanding and more of an appreciation for what the movies are going into them. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you actually can go back to origin adaptation on Captain Marvel um, by the time this comes out. So they'll yes. be able to hear a little bit. You and your, your co-host, Cody. Correct? Cody Wilson. Yeah. Cody, Cody Wilson. So if, you, if this is your first time listening to this, go go give that a listen. If not, if you're coming from Origins and Adaptations, what, what? Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, My people. So uh, let's get into it. The Let's get in right into the Reel It In. So I want to start off with what we've been watching lately. Andrew, what about you? What have you been watching lately? Uh, we will talk about one later, uh, but a movie I just watched recently was not my favorite but old boy, the original Korean old boy. Oh, the original uh, one. Really left me uh, wondering about life at the end, <laughs> about certain things. Uh, it is not for the faint of heart. No, not um, at all. It's not gory. It's just the... Oh, there's that one scene. What one scene? Wasn't it pretty gory with the hammer in the hallway? Yes, there's a hammer in the hallway that is... Fa- if you have not, like, really it wasn't, an honest... wasn't gory, more just violent. It is, it is... Yeah, he, when he fights an obscene it's, amount of people with a hammer. I think it's because I've watched The Raid. 
Oh yeah, the and oh, John man. like John Wick's violence yeah, is yeah. more violent than that. It's raw. Like, I yeah. think that's a good. It's not necessarily gory. It's it's there's he something he very hits real like, about. He only it. hits like four or five people with a hammer, but, and then he starts using his fists. But you that. feel it. I, I okay, think the that, the uh, American remake is a bit better. Yeah, with Josh yeah. Brolin, yeah. which is a little bit that better. that scene, not the yes. whole movie, not yeah. the whole movie. Just no, that scene. I think collectively, I don't think it's crazy. I think more people like the original, but even the American one isn't that bad it's still worth a watch i would say i don't know if i'm going to watch it because i don't want like that i don't want to experience them i mean it is a movie that i'm glad i have seen because it is important to south korean movie like history yes like it is it was only made for like six million dollars or even three million dollars and it made 60 million dollars so it's like it did very well it was well received over there it's well received over here i know a lot of people talk about it um the daredevil series there's a lot of fight scenes that are inspired by the choreography, fight choreography, mm-hmm. especially that hallway scene. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that I have seen it, but I, I'm not itching to go watch it again or another version of it. Yeah, another version uh, anytime of it. soon because that ending is really uh, hard to stomach. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if, if you have, if you watched Old Boy before you saw Daredevil where Daredevil kind of almost... Because sometimes yeah. if you watch a movie that is inspired by an earlier one, but mm-hmm. then you watch what inspired it after, you're just like, oh, the other one was much better. As so, opposed to if you watch it in a, a reverse So order. I will say that did kind of happen. Okay. When I was watching, I was like, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, I mean, you have... First of all, you have the Punisher scene in the prison from season two of Daredevil, which is insane. It's so good. And then you have the stairway fight scene in season two of Daredevil. Yes. Where he's, it's a one-shot take of down a stairwell. And it's just like, it's done beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, All those yeah. choreography and fights and those. So really then good. when you see this, it I think what makes the old boy one uh, better is there's a lot of people. He mm-hmm. fights like 10 to 12 dudes and it's not a classic movie where it's one guy fighting one on one. It's like three of them come at him. At one point, all of them yes. like jump on him. Yes. And like he has to like fight his way out of it. And mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. there are small elements that if I had to rewatch, I would just rewatch that scene and like look over that and see the cinematography and the choreography and see how it was done and appreciate more of that depth than the rest of the movie, which. Just yeah. like uh, Children of Men, that one scene. Yeah, that one is take. very iconic, but it's Men. it's a very yeah. long plot. The Clive, Clive Owen movie, yeah. Yeah. which was pretty good. I remember, I remember yeah. watching that. And then uh, right over to Ben Cooper. What have you been watching lately, buddy? Uh, latest film was uh, Wreck It Ralph breaks this, the breaks the internet. Yeah, breaks, Ralph the, internet. breaks the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it was a pretty good sequel. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I went funny, and I, funny moments. I went and watched that with my wife. Uh, when it first came out and I definitely think it's not as good as the original oh. um, I liked seeing more stuff yes like absolutely instead of just being contained in that arcade they're out and exploring all kinds of uh, pop culture stuff mm-hmm. and seeing all neat kind of characters and everything but see that was actually my complaint about it is that I liked the first one because there was a lot more oh, references towards video games and arcade and that old school feel as opposed to the next one it like it expanded on twitter and instagram and that was kind of almost like the core part of the movie Mm -hmm. like the whole overline the problem is is that they're don't want to spoil too much but they try to get followers to get money to do something and that has a little bit more of a uh uh, that hits a spot that i don't really care about kind of that's true so but i i think you're right i think it is a little bit more aimed towards 
now, which is cool. Like because, online games, like the the yes. death, death race game that she was trying to get which into. Is, it's Grand Theft Auto, yeah. essentially, and everything like that. So I thought, yeah, it was pretty good. What about you, Will? What have you been watching lately? Well, I had a an excellent conversation with Andrew about Old Boy, which I have not seen, <laughs> but it certainly confirmed that I do not want to see it. <laughs> uh, however, I, I did find, you know, he knew that I wasn't going to watch it, so he yeah. told me basically the plot line and all of the twists, and I was quite impressed with the twists, uh, despite what you might consider being perverse and just... Mm-hmm kind of um, vomit-inducing. Yeah, yeah. Vomit <laughs> well, actually, I think uh, one of the cool things that you're watching through right now, Andrew introduced you, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's uh, every character works so well together, and I really appreciate comedy where they can write dialogue specifically for each character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I haven't seen anyone do it that well since like The Simpsons so consistently. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a special show. So if you have if you haven't seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, highly recommend. You absolutely need to watch it. It's an Andy Samberg, um, cop, dr- yeah, cop comedy. drama comedy, and they do a good job. I mean, I watched the season one finale in the first episode of season two with you guys. I've seen it. I'm all the way yeah. caught up on it, but they do a really good job of balancing comedy and drama. It's a comedy show a that has drama more... elements. A little bit more comedy than most. Yes, yes like, totally. Like The Office really got drama near the end, but yes, absolutely. After Brooklyn Michael 99 left, is consistently just joke, 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 yes, joke, joke. Totally. And even they they do a good job of even in tough moments. Where this season, I don't want to spoil too much for you because you're going through it. There's been a couple episodes this this season dealing with talk topical tough talking elements. Like one of the episodes that they just did had a lot to do with like. Uh, sexual harassment in the workplace and how it affects women and mm. they did a really good job of adge- addressing the problem at hand but still making it funny like the premise of it is that uh, a woman uh herself broke a dude's testicles with a golf club and like, the episode like deals <laughs> yeah which yeah which and then it goes with you know a whole bunch i don't want to go too much into it, but it goes a whole bunch what happens after that so just the premise of like she broke her test broke, broke her boss's testicles with a golf club and now she has to deal with was he harassing her or was she yes harass- yes okay. she, yeah he was harassing her <laughs> she and she self-defense and you never know what people it kind of, it, yeah it kind, of, it kind of talks about like the woman is at a very wonderful job she makes millions and millions of dollars i think she works in like stocks and the thing is, is does she want to sacrifice that trying to fight the system for the thing that is right or allow it to sweep under the rug knowing that then she can still have her job and have all this other great stuff and po- as opposed to like fighting the good fight? Like, is it worth it kind of a thing? And I think and I think they do they do a really good job of balancing the, the drama and the, and the comedy. Um, for me, what I've been watching lately, actually my wife and my, myself, my wife, Melissa, have been going back through Parks and Rec again. And man, that show is great. Mm-hmm. It is like, seriously, that is a special show um, that if you, if you have not watched it all, you should absolutely go watch it. And I watched, so the first time I watched it, everyone always talks about how the first season's a little bit slow and kind of tough to get through. But my second, this is my second time watching the show. My second time watching it, I thought it flew by and it actually wasn't as bad as I remembered. What I've found interesting about that show is once you've gotten used to those characters... Mm-hmm. That going back and rewatching that first episode, all of that makes sense. Like that's a good who point. the characters are, and yeah. so it's. I think one of the issues is it came off from the office, yeah. And everyone was like, "I don't like any of these characters, yes, because they're not the ones I'm used to." Yeah, exactly. But then 
what happened is they introduced two characters that really like solidified the show which was ben and chris like oh in, totally introducing those two characters that it like it brought the cast together a little bit more mm-hmm. and getting rid of mark I yes. think those were those were the two biggest things, and so then you got these characters that were able to evolve in themselves. So when you go back and rewatch it, you see those characters without those mm-hmm. those people, but you yes. can still appreciate those characters. Yeah, the, so the show to watch. the show definitely takes a turn for the best. Like it's yeah. still pretty good. It's a decent yeah. show to yeah. start off with, but when Ben and Chris are uh, uh, Ben being played by Rob Lowe and Chris is by Adam. Other, other way around. Oh. Chris yeah, is Rob Lowe. Yeah. Chris, Chris is Rob Lowe. Ben, ben is uh, Adam Scott, Adam right? Scott, and I yeah. remember when uh, Ben showed up, it was kind of like, uh, who is this jerk? He's an interesting and then, character. Uh, my only experience with him was Step Brothers, where he was the jerky brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look so at his ass. <laughs> so I was like, I, can uh, see I don't know about this guy. The face right now. <laughs> but then you really fell in love with the guy yeah, when yeah. he became part of the group. Yeah, yeah. he's absolutely, yeah. Like, because he, he goes through an arc. I'm, I'm think I'm in season four four or five now of i think it has seven seven seasons, seven yeah. seasons and chris is going through his depression a little bit and ben? he's or oh, chris chris yeah chris is, where you start seeing the therapist yeah he starts seeing the therapist and like he's going through a hard time and he's now he's just yeah. now peeking his back way through finely tuned machine yeah <laughs> any bit of dust could destroy me <laughs> I, am, I am like a microchip <laughs> it's so good it's so good Stop. to do he's looking at it and everything like that or he does the great thing where he always remembers somewhere in this room i don't know where it's probably in that drawer (laughs) in that drawer which is that episode that episode's so good or even his small little things are like pointing like ann perkins yeah ann perkins yeah and he always says everyone's name yeah he just remembers yeah everyone really well and adam scott's wonderful as a straight man like yes he you Mm. see that straight man break when he starts doing the nerdy, like the codes yeah, of Dunshire. Yes. Dirt, dorky but, stuff. But like whenever someone does something outrageous and he just like looks at the camera and goes, what is going on? I have mm. no clue what's going on. Yeah. There's he's like, yeah. he's like the Jim help. Jim Halpert. Yeah. Halpert? I would say Halpert, yeah. Halpert of the office, yeah. which I actually think is what's so great about the show is that you guys talked about that originally people try to assign office Characters. characters to it and it yeah. doesn't work that it doesn't work that way amy poehler's character is not michael scott no because she she's not very competent like, yes she, absolutely she is a people person mm-hmm. like she knows how to get people to like her and she's really really good at her job yes totally um, she is just she overdoes it and so mm-hmm. that's like that's where the comedy comes through yeah she, yeah it's almost like yeah. almost a reverse michael scott yes. in that yeah. way and of course it has the greatest character of all time in Ron every tv Swanson. show Juan swanson yeah <laughs> just, just the greatest. He's so good, and yeah. there's oh, there's so many elements. So this isn't a this isn't a Parks and Rec. We'll we'll do it maybe one time. We'll get into Parks and Rec. We don't want to dive too far into it. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're actually gonna go ahead and start talking about us, a recent Jordan Peele movie that just came out that we the three of us have seen, Andrew, Ben, and myself. So. Us. Us. All right. us. 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 All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, so let's just let's jump right in. Uh, we just saw us. Uh, Andrew and I watched it yesterday. Yesterday. Ben watched it a week ago. Um, us is the new Jordan Peele horror movie. I guess you would call. I would yeah. classify it as a horror movie. I have a new term for it. Uh, go ahead. Psychological slasher. Oh. Psychological slash. So the only reason why I won't call it a slasher is because 
So we won't get into spoiler yet. We'll let them yeah. know when we'll jump into spoiler territory. Uh, I would argue that the antagonist isn't what you would call a slasher. There is gore and fights in the movie, but there isn't a Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger. Well, it's like, that's why it's like all, a typical slasher. All, all the, uh, the so like, others, mm-hmm. like, like you would, the others. you would call them slashers. Like, oh, that's actually that is a really. You mean good the point. strangers? No, not the strangers. The, the others. others. The other strangers, others, red, the us. Oh, 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 yeah, the yeah, us yeah. and everything um, like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit what we thought about the movie. Spoil free. Just do you think it's good? What are some of the things you suggest people to see it? What What about you, Ben? What do you think? I thought it was really good. I didn't think it was as good as Get Out, but yeah, I think that's the strength to it. That he doesn't have to be a one trick pony. He can do something a little bit different, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. more. Like slashery, yes, a little less uh, psychological, which I guess it had undertones, but not big. Yeah, like it, in Get and Out. that isn't what drives the story. If anything, yeah. I I completely agree with you. Like the movie almost asks you to forgive the psychological side of things. Like there's moments, and we'll get to that in the spoiler part, where you kind of question, like, how did this all this happen? You yeah. kind of almost have to suspend disbelief yep. mm-hmm. for or belief yeah. for a second and it's like just, an episode of the twilight Zone, yeah which and he's direct yes or which, producing so we're super excited for that yeah um which you kind of have to do and if you do that the movie is really good i completely agree with you it's not as good as yeah. get out i don't even think it's close to get out because i think get out is probably one of the best horror movies that have that has come out in a long time and i don't even think it's a horror movie but it's a mm-hmm. i would classify it as a, a thriller or a psychological yeah, yeah, thriller, thriller. But it's one of the best that is I, that I can think of in quite a long quite a long time. What about you, Andrew? What do you think? Spoiler. Uh, I pretty much what you guys thought. Um, the the biggest thing is Get Out did a good job of not explaining things to you. Yes, and over explaining over explaining things, and so it just showed you, like it showed you what was happening. Mm-hmm. Because you, there, mm-hmm. there is the moment at the end of Get Out where there's the TV and explaining everything. Oh yeah, but it wasn't. But it's it explained to him. Yeah, and it wasn't as I feel jarring where you don't know anything and all of a sudden a five minute monologue, you know everything. Yeah, like they did in this. Yeah, where us, I would say, did a it more of did a we're now just going to explain to you what. What happened? Where everything happening is happening, and so to me, that's where I I'm a big proponent for. This is something that Will likes as well, which is subtle context or subtext, Sub, yeah, and subtext. where it's dropping you hints throughout the movie of things that are happening, but it's not punching you in the face with it. Yes, um, something I will talk about on the Captain Marvel thing as well as Captain Marvel was terrible with that. Yes, it beat it, you over the it head. It took a brick and just beat you over the head with <laughs> the ex- exposition. Like, yeah, uh, it just it was not subtle at all with uh, what was going on. Yeah, or like apparently the movie took place in the nineties. Oh, I oh think. you you're telling me <laughs> you, have no, you have no idea. Did, I uh, wouldn't have never guessed. <laughs> She came out of that blockbuster. There's that Radio Shack. Yeah, right there. there. Radio Shack over there. Uh, I shot you with this Nerf gun. Let me show the camera this (laughs) Nerf gun. You know. I actually, this may be an unpopular opinion, just real quickly with the Captain Marvel, is that I think the reason why it wasn't necessarily as good is because Guardians, like Guardians of the Galaxy did it better with the ode to the, the 70s and the 80s. But I think that has to do with the era that it's, 
kind of playing with. Because oh, that's right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on, I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. The '90s sucked. <laughs> like that's just I I think the '90s is probably one of the well yeah, I, but I it's almost a joke. Disagree with I that. think I completely I think, disagree. I think oh, stranger. I think, no, I think '90s is a joke era in my no, opinion. No, you see the the difference between Guardians and and Captain Marvel is that they used very obscure it wasn't like the typical obvious choices for music and throwbacks whereas the 90s were just like nirvana Nirvana. like things that people are still listening to on the radio every single day yeah yeah and uh something i brought up with uh captain the music in captain marvel versus guardians is it's a part of the character like Chris Pratt is listening to right. all the music on his yes. set cassette tape. Awesome volume. With, you mean one. that horrible song that showed up in Captain Marvel at the end uh, wasn't great? Uh, <laughs> um, it's just it was a, a soundtrack overlay. It was just like a pop music video, like overlay. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Guardians, it had a purpose. Whenever a song came on, you knew it's because he was listening to it on, on his rate, like cassette tape, or like it was on that cassette tape. So. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job of when it released. It's like, here's the cassette tape. Yeah. And then they're like, this is everything he listened to. And yeah. so it fit in more with the movie, whereas with this, it was like, oh, 90s references. So we're going to throw these this 90s music into this movie. Yeah. Mm. So bring, bring it back to us, the, the, which is what we're talking about. The subtle right. context is, uh, it's just... Exposition. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It just... Which can be good. Like, I think with this one... It probably needed it a little bit more, just yeah. because. Yeah. Of, it got even pretty, w- even pretty with there. the exposition. You're still like, what? Like how? Like mm-hmm. how? Like what is some of this stuff? Because they say some things, and you're just like, I don't know if that even explained what, how this even yeah. is happening. Well, I don't so. think it actually it matters because yeah. I think the beauty of Get Out is that the second the Get Out the reveal happens and you go, oh my goodness, yeah. You can go back and rewatch the movie and see all these special yes. things. Where us is different. Us is you can't. You I literally was even thinking. Uh, no, no, no. You can. To... You can because of big spoiler. Yes. Yeah. Which actually, let's get into it. So spoiler: the the gloves yeah, are the off spoiler. now. Yeah. yeah. Don't skip yeah. skip ahead. Skip ahead. I'd probably say like five five ish minutes. We'll go, we'll go into a little bit of spoiler. Um, so if you do not want us spoiled. Uh, definitely you can uh, skip it. With the spoiler, obviously the biggest thing is is that uh, uh, Peter Lagongo or Lagongo, am I saying her name correctly? The main actress. The main actress. Yeah, I'm saying her name. I'm, I'm butchering. <laughs> Who is excellent in this movie. Yes. Oh, She's yeah. easily far that, away I would the say that is one of the strongest points is the acting in this movie is, is solid. Like, yes, it's wonderful. Each, each actor plays their Even Tim Heidecker. Like mm-hmm. plays an entirely plays, different character until plays, his other self, and then the other self, self was like, like crazy. crazy. It's so, but he's I was just funny. like, I was yeah. like, he's actually a really funny this character. Is, oh, the boat scene. But was so, so the movie, favorites. so the movie opens up on the Santa Cruz beach, uh, which famously was shown in The Lost Boys. Which, uh, if you've seen that, that's another uh, yeah. great okay. v- vampire <laughs> movie. Well, some people are like, that's, oh, where did I see Vin Diesel? Right. Well, be, because no. I think oh. it's. Lost oh Boys? Lost Boys is Kiefer, my, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland's what the vampire. Thinking? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm seeing Boys about. and Vin Diesel on the cover. Ooh, oh, man. Let's uh... not talk about what you do in your free time here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but uh, I think I think it's important to know, uh, note about that is because Jordan Peele makes oats that even the opening scene, it shows movies on the side that I think are important. Like like the movie takes pl- it starts oh, yeah. off in 1986. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh when it's yeah. like zooming in. Yeah, zooming in, TV. and it shows the Goonies, which is yeah. 1985, which is a 
critical movie to the 80s. Goonies was huge, but then it also showed Chud. So actually, when we got done watching the movie last night, I came home and I watched probably a good hour and a half of things you missed in us and why oh, these are playing. Yeah. So Chud was actually a horror movie based around subterranean race that okay. rises to the top and starts yep. killing people, which, spoiler alert, that's what us is essentially, yeah. where yeah. Lupita Nyong'o's character is on the Santa Cruz beach. She escapes from her father. She goes into this vision quest area. Escapes. Yeah. She just walked away. She literally just walks away. Her father's not paying attention. And she sees herself, the yeah. us, who turns out to be a, spoiler, clone of her the, created by the government, um, yeah. that you, which you don't find out until the end of the movie, ends up choking her out and, and replaces her. Where so the person you are following for the rest of the movie is that clone. Is the clone. Yes. So the basically the biggest thing in the movie is that the government created started uh, a cloning technology and started cloning people of the time but the problem was is that they couldn't they could clone the body and there's a great part at the very end yeah. of the movie where they're in the classroom which is part where, of the exposition part yeah where yeah. she's explaining yeah. hey blah blah and it, yeah. it spins like because even the movie opens up there are hundreds of yeah. unexplored tunnels, tunnels that no one knows what they're going to use for yeah. so i get it like i understand it and she starts talking about it how they could clone the body and she even says we're exactly like you we bleed we talk we yeah. eat we do all this stuff but the problem is is that they couldn't clone the, the soul. soul and was there a reason given that the government did they, that they wanted to control they wanted to control people oh. because there's actually they a could, link yeah you that could. you see that they which is i would argue the best scene in the movie where they re-show the scene from the beginning of the movie on the santa cruz beach where it shows everything happening above now happens below so all these people's clones are acting so like there's a scene where this couple is like eating french fries together but then below it's this couple ravaging raw rabbit meat and these people are of lesser value and even uh when you first are introduced to the clone version of lupino nawango's character red is the name of uh the antagonist of this movie um she even talks about she tells the story of a girl in her shadow and when she got christmas presents she, the girl had to play with sharp toys because being underground they weren't able to get all the cool stuff but they still had to because of the connection there was a replacement they for receive something and so, play with something exactly and she had to play with like glass shards that cut her hands and she was forced to do it because they were the connection yeah. they were mm-hmm. they were tethered um which all in all was an easy spoiler to know at the very beginning in the movie when it shows her see each other and then it cuts away i think it's not crazy to think that a majority of people go oh they switched oh yeah that's yeah. i think like, like right after that scene i was like i'm pretty sure they switched and then right afterwards them being like why isn't she talking it's like yeah they yes, switched absolutely and they try to so it, it will probably fool some people mm-hmm. um i mean i i would say a lot of the people in the theater like when when it did this switch yes. in our theater, there were so many people like, <gasps> yeah, we, we had one person above us. Yeah, we had one person above. And I actually love going to see yeah. movies with people who do this in horror movies, where there's like, no way, don't go in there. I like, I love it because they're they're voicing what everyone is thinking, and I always think that's funny. It's like, no, don't open the door, don't do it. And there was a woman like when they showed that they switched, the woman yeah. above us was like, no way <laughs> and you're just like yeah 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 yes way this was this was pretty obvious Telegraphed. and everything like that um so i do actually want to talk real quick about because when i watched a lot of the uh what you missed in 
us the Bible verse that is shown. Jeremiah 11, 11. 11, 11. Yeah, I didn't look it up. But 11, so basically, yeah. yeah, Jeremiah 11, 11, which plays in the movie, the number 11, which is identical, mm-hmm. which has to do with the twins. There's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different stuff with and 11, 11 in the scissors, where scissors or scissors in itself is there are two identical pieces that are used to cut things apart. And then there, this is the weapon of choice. Breaking, breaking the tether. For, for yeah. cutting away the tether. Where Jeremiah 11, 11 is actually a verse that addresses that after God's people have worshipped false idols, God goes, I'm done with you suckas. You're on your own, and you. I gave you a chance, but you chose to worship false idols before, and that links into what the movie it talks about, where uh, Lupita Nyong'o's or, or the original one, the one mm-hmm. with the soul. Uh, we're seeing the opening scene as she's watching a commercial about Hands Across America, which was a movement in the '80s that focused on. Um, rights for lesser people the homeless those are under and that's kind of the overarching point of the movie is that the lesser people underneath without souls they're still human even though they don't have souls but they are ignored and that people above them are taking things for granted things like uh uh phones and everything Sunshine. like that where that's, i think that was that was like the 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 daughter Sunshine. the daughter she was like lazy it's like i i don't really want to do gymnastics yeah, anymore it's hard. and then when her shadow self comes up she want to do gymnastics. Yes. She's fast. Yeah, she, she just wants to up. run and be yeah. be a part of this. And I actually thought this was a super interesting thing that was brought up that I didn't notice in the movie. So there's a scene where um, the white couple are killed by their, their mm-hmm. others. And uh, Maggie Smith, right? Is that her? No, that's not Maggie Smith. Uh, the actress's name Moss. from Mad Men. Uh, Kate Moss? No, not yeah. Kate Moss. No. Yeah, I think so. Is, Some, something Moss. Is something it's Moss. like Angela she's, Moss. Yeah, she's an excellent actress. Uh, if you have not the, seen Mad Men, she's Moss? wonderful. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, yep. it is Elizabeth Moss. Uh, um, so, Hand, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale, Mad Men. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. She's awesome. She's really, really good. She doesn't get a lot of time to shine in this movie. She's only in it for a little bit. But when that family is killed um, and she's crawling for help, she relies on technology now where there's a little Siri thing in there named Olivia and she says Olivia was that Ophelia Ophelia call the police and the song that's played is fuck the police (laughs) which is basically a an ode of that instead of looking to again referring back to Jeremiah 11 11 instead of looking to God for help they try to rely on technology and the police and the song that is played in response is no screw yourself you're on your own, which is Jeremiah eleven eleven. is that you now worship these false idols. Hmm. I'm done with you. And that's kind of the song is played in that. And it's, again, a little bit of a brick over your head once you figure that. Mm-hmm. And no police are ever able to come and help. Yeah, that was one thing that I I was thinking about today. It's like, they said 14 minutes, the police never came. Uh, well, originally it was 15 minutes, and then uh, there's that scene where you f- finally introduced to the others, the family of the yeah. uh, uh, Winston Duke and Lupita Nyong'o and their two children, their others, the us, yeah. um, where uh, she calls and they're like, the 15 minutes away, and Winston Duke comes back in, he's like, 15 minutes? And then they sit on the couch, and um, the wife is like, well, they're 14 minutes away now, because it's only been a minute. Oh, okay. Because he's like, where are the police? And yeah. she's like, they're 14 minutes away now, instead, oh, okay. of, instead of 15 instead of 15 minutes which is which is pretty funny obviously yeah. the police never come they because never came, yeah. yeah everything be- started stuff happened to them too like yeah because everyone's others came up apocalypse and, <laughs> yeah. yeah it is apocalypse and um 
at the end they do the hands across America and they show that and it's the family everywhere. escapes and you find out that she's really the one without a soul, which I actually think brings up She's the an, one that brought everybody up. Though I don't no, know. No, the original I, the original one did. Because the reason why she yeah, was right, special right. yeah, is yeah. because she had a soul. Which because after the switch So how how did they get that info all across America? Because it, her, she's like six years old and one of the memories when she goes down there so her dad wins her a thriller shirt mm-hmm. but underneath her thriller shirt is a hands across america shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. so when uh red switches and takes the thriller shirt she doesn't take the hands across america so this but little girl are connected yeah this little girl yeah, that all like she has it just seems kind of it's over 20 years. Well, she becomes she becomes she becomes <laughs> like the 30 jesus years, i guess yeah, yeah she, well she becomes the jesus yeah, for these i know people. that but just He's saying like to getting get it to all the, like, the way other across side yes, of America, absolutely. the info to this get, is to be able to this walk is the up suspension the escalator. Of this, this is the suspension. Yeah, of, yeah. That, that There's we a lot talked of that. about. Like, where did they get all these red jumpsuits? Where did they get all the yeah, scissors? Absolutely. Well, the red jumpsuit is actually an ode to Thriller. Well, yeah, but where? Like, where did, he's yes, saying in the movie, you. like, where did all these? The only thing that I can actually give an example of where they get it all is the scissors, because there's the scene where they're in a classroom. And I'm assuming those are school utensils, so maybe mm-hmm. they had supplies that maybe. But I don't I see that you have a billion yeah right <laughs> scissors that, that all look the same. Like yeah. they're all the same scissors. They're not exactly. And th- there's a whole bunch of things that you have to yeah. question yeah. of, like yeah. why did the government abandon them? Why yeah. did they? So, and you just kind of have to. Uh, I assumed it was something like a fallout shelter. Yes, like how there was those experimental fallout shelters where the uh, people were behind the walls, mm-hmm. and then they just died or something happened to them and then it's just left behind yeah exactly so i i think they just they left it alone and there's there's questions of like how strong is the the mental link because there's the scene with the son who walks backwards to burn pluto who's the bad version of him where the theory i saw is that her two kids are half soul half not so and maybe that's, that's why they had such a strong connection that is, with their, i also heard that's that something that, that you, when you're younger you have a stronger connection. stronger connection which 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 makes sense because you don't see too much mirroring mm-hmm. from adults. anyone out from the adults yeah. except for except the, for when the two touched. children and and then when the dad touches his forehead yeah he kind of yeah he kind of models the, after the, he the does he glasses, glasses. glasses. Yeah. which winston duke so let's jump into winston duke's character where uh i think what he does a really good job jordan peele does a really good job is this family um doesn't have to be black this is no. just a family and the no, dad he, plays he, your he made it very uh vocal that at the beginning that this isn't a race yeah it doesn't this, matter it doesn't and race do literally has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with this movie yeah. at it was all just like, coincidence that yes. this family they just happen to be a black family, and it has it literally has nothing because even the other family who you would make the argument is just as bad as their family you know, outside of Lupita Nyong'o's character, Winston Duke is just a poorer version of the white guy. Yeah. Where he even makes reference to like he got the new boat and he got Which the new you car. Which you have like the great outdoors and stuff like that, where yes. you have that same scenario with two white families, mm-hmm. and so they just replace one of the families with a black family. Yeah, it, like, like race had nothing to do yeah. with it. Um, I'm pretty sure like the second cheaper boy that doesn't movie does that. But, yeah, absolutely. You know, good old, but the <laughs> Steve the, Martin. Winston Duke, Winston Duke's character it serves kind of almost as the comic relief, and yes. that's one thing I want to touch oh, yeah. on before we move on to the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Is um, this movie does an excellent job at retaining comedic relief 
in almost, I would argue, a perfect volume. This is a horror movie, but he does such a good job at bringing brevity to the scary moments that you kind of you kind of feel relief and you start to relate to this family and root for them. Yeah, and I the at the end when you know everything we knew was revealed, it it does make more sense too because he's the only one in the family with like if it goes with the theory that the kids are half this half that. Yes. He he is the only one in the family who has that this personality, whole that whole human, so yes. he is the most human in the family. Mm-hmm. And you see that. Like yes. the the girl is constantly listening to music, trying to shut herself off from everyone else. The son wears a mask. He's weird. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he says things that, like everyone's like, "Where did you even hear that? Why are you even saying that?" Yeah, yeah. Where and he doesn't kiss my anus. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's like he. But the his words that he says to people does not connect to him. That it affects people. Mm-hmm. Like they have to explain to him why not to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas. Yeah, and his magic trick. His magic trick, which is fire, make, which it's is fire. Make, yes, make fire. Yeah, which, again, Pluto, his opposite is a pyro. With, he was playing with that, which I'm guessing is actual matches, and mm-hmm. he lit his face on fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, when he because that's trying, all they have down there. Yeah. So when he's trying to do something, yeah. he has to play with real fire because which, he doesn't get the. One fire. of my favorite scenes is the closet scene. Excellent. Because super awesome. Because I like Pluto. Like I loved Pluto because Agreed. Pluto wasn't malicious like he was he was savage he was crazy but like when he was with uh jason he just jason Jason. but when he was with jason he just wanted to have fun like he's just like show me the trick i've been trying to do that trick like do the trick Mm -hmm. um and i felt for it there and he was just being manipulated by his mom to do things but like i really like pluto yeah pluto wasn't you felt bad for him when they raged against the machine yeah yeah, and <laughs> which is which is uh, yeah. pretty funny. What uh, so we don't want to leave our, our fourth member yeah. out. Do you have any interest in seeing us, Will? So now that you know everything, yeah, now that you it, know I, everything, I actually do. Uh, as a typical rule, I just don't watch horror movies. Uh, Understand. This is uh, one that I think you. Can yeah, watch. I, I do Absolutely. enjoy thrillers. Yeah, um, I'm not big into slashers or anything where it's just kind of a. A, a, sad, a sadistic pleasure from um, yeah you'd probably like murdering this and get yes. out yeah did you yes. see get out um no i didn't see get out you should watch it definitely. out i will say i greatly appreciated the song in the trailer of us I got that, five song, on. Yeah. that song yeah. is in yeah. there which is horrifying when because they play the two versions they play the original uh version of it and they actually talk about the song but then at the very end of the movie when uh she goes down to where all the others were kept they play the horror version of it and it's absolutely spine chilling which is yeah pretty, pretty I, I will say i mean even though i don't watch a lot of those types of movies the the trailer looked exceptional mm-hmm. like it did make me want to watch it and i actually think that's something because my wife my wife hates horror movies and i pound on the table um for get out and cabin in the woods is because i oh, think yeah, you can cabin watch both woods. those movies and yes they're don't get me wrong they're scary i can see how you get scared but they're not scary and i think yeah. us is the same way us does have moments i would say us is i would quote, say the quote, first scarier half of us is scarier than the second yes half of us. we walked out of the theater and there was a family with the twins i was like oh that's horrifying that's great that's <laughs> awesome that's terrible we're gonna terrible. die tonight <laughs> yeah that's, that's oh speaking of twins the twins twins like 
I was like, oh, which is well, clearly an ode to The Shining. Yeah. And yeah. because they even uh, so uh, again, watching the theories on it is that so after they kill after they kill the others of or the us the clones of the white family, um, and they turn on the news, the time is two thirty seven, which is the room number from from hmm. The Shining. So there's a lot, and Jordan yeah. Peele is not, is pretty. That's why when we actually got done, we actually saw us Andrew and myself saw it with a good friend of ours, Lance. Mm-hmm. Where we talked about it, I was like, I don't know why certain things are the way they are in this movie. I would have to go look. But Jordan Peele does not mess around. There are yeah. reasons for, for everything he, in his movie. Particular. It's the same thing with um with Get Out and yeah. the cotton in the ears. An- another and- director who does that is uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Yes. Everything in Fury Road that is shown has a purpose. Yes, which is um, this, his second best movie because yeah. his first best movie is Happy Feet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was beloved. Everyone's beloved. I'm going to happy slap feet. you. Yes. <laughs> happy. What are you talking about? Happy feet's a great movie. All right. So that was our us review. I think collectively yeah. we all thought it's it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, not it. as good as Get Out. Go see Get Out. Go so see. there's actually. I would say go see go, go see, see both. this one too. Like definitely go see, see both. It. Yes. It's definitely worth the watch. Uh, would you suggest someone to see Us and then Get Out or yes. Get Out and then One hundred percent. What about you, Ben? What do you think? Yeah, I would. I would say that too because. Our thing is, and you you said this to the person last night because we you're comparing. We're talking it. to someone, yeah. You were talking to someone last night, and they were asking, and we asked, "Did you see Go Out?" And she said, "No." Mm-hmm. And you said, "Like I'm, I envy the fact that yes. you now get to go see Get Out. Like you get to see if, the better. You see, yeah, you get to the, see an evolution yes. of that. Yeah. That and inevitably, that's what that's always the problem when you your first movie or you do a really great movie. The follow up yeah. movie is almost inevitably going to fail it's like music. even if it's really good because yeah. let's say us was his first movie people would probably oh man that was really good and then he followed with get out people like oh my goodness jordan peele is incredible all right so we're going to take another quick break and we're going to get back in we have a special great segment for you guys we're going to go over our uh top 10 movies of all time so give you guys a little peek behind well, of who favorites we are. Top yeah, 10 favorites, favorites. <laughs> our top 10 favorite yeah our, top, our yeah. favorites personal, which is important yeah favorites. personal favorites we'll go over there so we'll be right back all right welcome back all right, now's the Woo-woo. the the meat and potatoes, the awesome part. Mm, what you came meat for? Meat and potatoes. The meat and the potatoes. Mm, Some like a good meat. Maybe a little bit. Of, what is your favorite meat, Andrew? Chicken. Chicken. One hundred percent. So, is that your favorite meat, or do you think that like universally, like if you're stuck on an island, that's the meat you you would go with is chicken, just because of its uh, ability to be used in so many different meals doesn't that make it my favorite meat well i just you know some people maybe like steak more but if there's trap on an island they're gonna use chicken to because me, they can do to more me, with it steak is a well i don't know steak steak is like it's it's good and like i i enjoy it but i am a savage when it comes to chicken <laughs> i can literally just cook chicken by itself and just eat it Ooh. in that like i enjoy that meal so an important caveat though is are you cooking the meat yourself or is it being prepared for you by someone who knows what they're doing still not, chicken not to say that you don't know someone who can pre- like prepare really good chicken is really okay. is the oh, best yeah. so would the argument be is the best chicken better than but the this best is the steak? island scenario well, also chicken doesn't nobody make but is it to eat it <laughs> yeah that's where i know point. a lot of steak can like really get cheaper is, is, there's a lot of things that like, go into you can like the chewing of the steak is just like I'd rather just eat. Well, that, that you might not have had a good steak yet. I've had 
I might have not. I've yeah. had a lot of steak. I'm not saying I don't enjoy steak. I know. Mm. But, I mean, if you got to sit there and chew on it forever. This is and a great it's not, question like, mentally, that we are answering yeah. for our time. Yeah, this yeah. segment <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> chicken. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. Go buy some that chicken is, That today. is my favorite meat. I yeah. love chicken. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you. I think I think chicken is is probably the best just piece of it. So, quick aside, because you brought, about, you brought up that you can just cook chicken and eat it by itself. So, there was a moment... When I was in the military, I sent my wife home early, mm-hmm. and I was a home. By, I was a by myself for four months. Yeah, and uh, I'm not a good cook, so I went on an old school bodybuilding plan where I ate uh, six meals a day: two steak, two chicken, two Ugh. fish, with a cup of white rice and a cup of vegetables, and that is all I ate for four straight months. And uh, my roommate at the time. Um, who is a uh, southern black gentleman, which I think is important to know because he, he like, I verbatim, he's like, you crazy white people. He's like, how can you eat that chicken without putting any season on it? And I was like, I, I put salt and pepper on it. He's like, there ain't no seasoning. What are you talking so about? I don't even do that. Yeah. Oh, I literally, I literally stick it in the oven, cook it, and then I'll, I might eat it with some sauce. Yeah, like, I, might disgusting. Do, I might do like ketchup wow. or barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. but like just ketchup, there chicken been, and ketchup. Why do you even bother putting like, it in the oven? And <laughs> just eat so it. I don't get salmonella. <laughs> Literally, so I don't get salmonella. Yes. If I didn't have to, like, I am a person who will just eat cold food because, like, I don't want to cook it. You are. Like, I don't want to put it in the microwave, so I'm going to eat this. Let these leftovers cold. That's great, and I'm totally fine with it. So I actually, I actually take that. He's not a southern. He was from Cleveland, Ohio. That's not. That's not the that, south. Midwest. At all. Yeah, it's Midwest, it's Midwest yeah. but he. He, he was he was a large if you I picture did uh, he have an accent of sorts no not really but okay. he was like six three large and he looked exactly like Chris Bosch okay from <laughs> oh, <laughs> he looked exactly <laughs> like like and he got mad at me whenever I was like hey man you know you look like Chris I was like shut up I won't beat you. and like you're gonna listen to him because he's a, a mountain of a man and everything like that all right so meat and potatoes so uh, just to give you a little uh, rundown and everything is that this is going to be our top 10 favorite movies of all time. So this isn't necessarily what we think of the top 10 greatest movies yeah. of all time. And the way that I pictured it is these are movies that if I'm, you know, feeling down, what is a movie that I'm going to put on because I just want to watch it? Like, I can watch this movie over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I think the thing that I, I put out to you guys when we talked about uh, this episode is that... Uh, what are the movies that are pivotal that if you're writing the story of Andrew, Ben, Will, Anthony, what is like key movies that kind of build who you are as a character and they're so important where that if you hear someone talking about it, your ears perk up and you want to mm-hmm. talk about them. But first, before we dive into our favorite, I do want to get a little bit of honorable mentions from each of you that didn't necessarily pick your favorite, but you it, you would uh, it would be a crime against humanity if people didn't know that hey, I really enjoy this movie or these types of movies and everything like that. What about you, Andrew? What are some honorable mentions? Galaxy Quest. Galaxy oh. Quest is on... <laughs> you are asshole. <laughs> Galaxy Quest is on uh, that list as well as Last Starfighter. Those are two movies. Those are that, excellent. Which yeah, are really good very similar movies. Like, Funny enough. Yeah. They, are, yeah. they are both movies where people are either doing something on Earth that's mundane and a galactic force sees that and goes... You can do this well, so we're going to recruit you to yes. save our people. Yeah, like that is literally the same kind of scenario. Um, Which yes, uh, but I enjoy both those movies. I like that it's the fish out of water in space scenario. Yeah, just totally. Like, like just you know what is going on? This is crazy, mm-hmm. and everyone believes in this person because of something that they're pretending to do. 
Yeah, where they, they have a particular skill for, in case of Galaxy Quest, is yeah. that they're actors on actors, the show, yeah. but for Last Starfighter, he's the best at that video game, which yeah. is used as In a that trailer park. Yeah, which like... is the... Re- <laughs> no, I think they make reference to that, even though he's the best in the show. Oh, because park, those are the put best. around yeah, and whoever can put that and, score. And yeah, that's yeah. where he, yep. they come down and everything yeah. like that. All right, what about you, Ben? What's honorable uh, for you, bud? I got a few. Okay, no, go ahead. Uh, Clover, no Cloverfield. Oh, mm. gosh, oh. excellent. So good. Rogue One. Okay, that's, yep. That's, uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, probably Return. Probably Return of the King. Favorite of those. Yeah. Evil Dead. Classic. Oh, which one? Hilarious. The original one. It original surprises one. me that that's not on your list. Yeah. The original Evil Dead? Yeah, the original the Evil Bruce, Dead. Bruce Campbell. Like the Bruce series Campbell. Evil Dead or specifically just the first one? First one. Okay. The first one. Uh, I, have you seen the new one? Yeah. What did you think of that? It was okay. It okay. was too dark. Yeah, I get it. I think people should go watch it if you haven't seen it. I think yeah. it is worth a watch, though. I think it's it's yeah. not... No. Terrible. I thought. I no, thought no, 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 not you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I thought they were uh... not Will. We're pointing at Will oh, yeah. for, the, for you know. For it those is uh, demonic and gory. Like yes, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Not, those are, yeah, those are two things here. Will does not do. Yeah. I, I at first didn't like what they did with the characters, but mm-hmm. then uh, at the end, it kind of hints that these were new characters. Yes. That they weren't the original, supposed to replace the original cast. Yes, totally. Um, next one, Resident Evil. Oh, yes, absolutely. The, uh, Andrew Paul W. Yeah, Paul W. Who I always mix up with Andrew W.K. I mix him up with Wes Anderson. Which, is yeah, that far makes better more director. sense than what I do. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Oh, dude. Oh, man. So, then we just became two, best friends. Two, two video game horror movies. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. Silent Hill is much better. I love that movie. I think that movie is super underrated. Why? The, obviously, the second one was awful. Yeah. And they, and, but Jim I think if you if you have not, if you have not seen the original Silent Hill movie um, with so Mr. Sheen Bean himself, Sheen Bean, yeah. all uh, I'm going to say is a pyramid head rips someone's skin off and throws it against the door. Yeah. And that's what you need yeah. to see it for. It's awesome. Right. The movie is... Like, you don't need to watch it again. Well, this <laughs> that, is the that, that is, is one that has a really bad exposition at the very end where she explains everything. Yeah, totally. But other than that, it's fantastic okay uh kiss kiss bang bang that's a good one. Oh, absolutely robert downey, robert downey jr's comeback movie with yep. val kilmer mm-hmm. it was hilarious yeah very funny uh, uh directed by the Shane same Bowen. director that did you know academy award winning uh predator movie <laughs> <laughs> the worst movie i've ever seen <laughs> that's shane black right yeah yeah shane black and the last Christmas. one, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Oh, oh yeah. Speaking love of the soundtrack, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Love the look. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, Bill uh, Bill Murray, right? Yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah, which is really good and everything like that. All right, what about you, Will? What's some honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Uh, I'm here to bring much contrast <laughs> to your list. Uh, Bloodsport. Oh. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, the epitome of, like, 80s martial arts just you know not good but amazingly entertaining it's so know? it's so good and plus i mean he's like doing splits on on chairs and stuff yeah kind of like the volvo commercial yeah yeah and uh, uh, in between the semi trucks yes 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 mm-hmm. uh, that was jean claude yeah jean claude yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> yes uh number two for honorable mentions is Digstown. Digstown. I've never, heard, never of heard of this movie. So it's <laughs> James Woods and Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, in the eighties. And it's basically takes place in a small town where a guy owns the town and 
uh, James Woods is a hustler and he ends up making this bet that he's got this boxer that will take on 10 of his best men in a night and, and win. And so the whole movie is about basically them trying to sabotage the other, other I need people. To watch this <laughs> yeah. I must watch and this. And so, movie. yeah, Lou, Lou Gossett. He, you uh, said Digstown? Yeah, Digstown. Okay. And right. he ends up, you know, fighting 10 people in one night. And it's, it's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. oh, I mean, kind of just the epitome of like, comedy you know like yes. that's that's probably my number one comedy ever yeah. made for a long time jim carrey was probably my favorite actor yeah like growing up like jim carrey is kind of almost who I like as a child i modeled myself after with like liar liar and the mask yeah yeah ace ventura oh, and, yes totally and then uh pineapple express Ooh, oh okay excellent um, yeah yeah i i really enjoy seth rogan's dialogue that he writes him and evan goldberg are, are really smart but the other thing that he does that i don't see other people do is a comedic fight scene yeah he does incredibly like um i don't know if you ever saw green hornet it, you didn't really yeah need i saw i saw green Hornet. but the fight scene in that was hilarious yes, and it's all really long funny. drawn out and it's like really well thought through and, yeah He's, like, that's really really good comedic fight scene I uh, like so is it so in Pineapple Express it's when they're confronting the the drug dealer basically played by Danny McBride mm. and he really he's like you know throwing him through the wall and like slamming the toilet seat on his head and yeah. there's people yeah. it's not like your normal fight scene it's not yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise it's fighting like the, it's not yeah. Sylvester Stallone this is Seth Rogen we're he's, he's about. able to bring yeah. the, the in my opinion, the Family Guy chicken fight. So, yeah. Exactly, yeah, and people that really like example. actually aren't good at fighting, yeah. trying to just okay, beat the crap it. out of because each like, other. Because uh, like Jackie Chan brings great comedic yes. fight, but he's actually but he's true. a really good yes, fighter that that's brings true. comedy. So realistic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good example. Yeah, these are just comedians mm. trying to fight each other. Fight each other. It reminds me of that. Um, long time ago, the uh, Lonely Island did the MTV Awards. Yes, they did small videos, and oh, yeah. uh, Andy Samberg has for one your with, consideration. Yeah, for your consideration, where Andy Samberg does one with a uh, oh, not Bill Hader's character, not Bill Hader. Oh um, yeah, uh, Job, Job from Job. oh, yeah. uh, Will Arnett. Will yeah. Arnett. They fight each other, and it is the I stupidest. I told you yeah, to die, die. <laughs> Eagle Heart. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Eagle Heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like that that fight scene is yeah just stupid, but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's, really all, good. that's all I got for honorable mentions. Okay. What do you got? Uh, so for me, um, none of his movies made my favorite of all time, but far and away my favorite director of all time is Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Oh. I love every one of his movies. They are wonderful. Like if you asked me if we had a 10-hour podcast and we said, just let's start naming movies your favorite, I would name all Quentin Tarantino movies for a majority of my favorite movies of all time. Um, even even the lower so tier ones were yeah, pretty good. Yeah, even his lower tier, Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume Two. Those are lower tier. I thought those were higher tier. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just naming. <laughs> okay. His lo- his lowest tier is probably the Hateful Eight. For me, it's Hateful Eight. Oh, I, I think it's um. Uh, I De- watched Hateful Death Eight Proof. with my mom. <laughs> Death, Death Proof. Oh, Death Proof. Proof. I, th- I think Death Proof oh. is his worst movie, but I still oh, love. I, Death I love Death, Death Proof. Yeah. Well, I think that again, yeah. it speaks to who Quentin Tarantino is. Yeah. Is that. Um, I just thought Hateful Eight dragged on too long. I, I enjoy, so I, yes, I agree. It's too long, but I think the ending of the movie makes it all worth it is where 
you definitely so but that's that's a lot asking someone to go watch a two and a half hour movie and go yeah. but the last 15 minutes man <laughs> it's awesome where it, it it's really good so absolutely quentin tarantino and then this movie actually was my favorite movie of all time for a long for a long long time and i actually would i can literally point back to this movie as being my evolution as a as a nerd as a man as a person who watches movies um it's it's my movie version of tool tool uh, is that for music uh, for barbie's me. next adventure it, yes it's barbie's <laughs> next adventure um and that's fight club Okay. Where uh, for a long time was probably my favorite movie. We have posters in the room that we're recording this podcast in. There's a Fight Club poster. Um, that movie pretty much, uh, not to go overblown, like changed my life in a way of like like how you look and you think and you talk about movies. That mm-hmm. it was like man, like there's so much more to movies than just enjoyment. And Fight Club did that to me. Yeah. And then one other one I want to talk about another director who isn't my favorite, but I watch everything he does, and that's Guy Ritchie. Oh, yes. Where Sherlock Holmes, Lockstock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch. Still haven't seen one of his best. Uh, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. I need oh, to watch Man, Man from Uncle. Uncle. I've so seen good. I've seen all yeah. of his butt Man from yeah. Uncle. Rock and Roller is exceptional. Yeah, Rock and Roller. Rock and Roller is not even the best of the three movies because no, that's a part that of a trilogy of Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and then Rock and Roller. They're kind of those three. Yeah. Where even Rock and Roller is really good. It's not even. Uh, it's just. Did not he as good do as that movie with? Clive Owen? No. No. Okay. No, he. Uh, are you talking about in Bruges or no. in Bruges? Oh. No. The, that's not Clive Owen. The one Bruges. where he's like an expert shooter. Yeah, he's like an assassin. Oh, like a... that's um. Oh, why am I forgetting that movie? All he, I know he is eats, he kills he a dude with a carrots. bunch of carrots. Yeah, yeah he kills and then he shoves the air and he's like, "Eat your carrots. They're yeah. good for your eyesight." Shooter, I think it's yeah. called. No, 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 no shooter is Mark Wahlberg. Shooter is Mark Wahlberg. Man, I I own the movie. Shoot him up. There we go. So is it too late to add honorable mentions? <laughs> Shoot him up. up is absolutely on my. It's honorable it's mentions. very close to a guy like Guy Ritchie feel yes. like that. I think absolutely. That's why. It's so yeah. funny. Um, yeah. James Gandolfini is the uh, yes the, the, bad, the bad, guy. bad guy in it, and he's he has a so weird funny. moment where doesn't he like feel up a dead woman? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's yeah. super weird. Or yeah. even well, he's like even like looking at he got his son a, a birthday card and yeah. it's like this uh, porn star yeah. in it. Yeah. And he's like you're ready to be a man, but then you find out his son is like ten years old. And, <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of weird stuff in it, and like uh, there's a whole fight scene or a gun a shootout that yeah. happens while he's mid coitus. Yes, with <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. the yeah. fatale of the, yeah. of the movie and everything. Wasn't like that. he shooting a bunch of people while falling from? stairwell yep he's like falling on like he's literally suspended he rides a dude all the way down the stairwell and starts shooting everybody until he and he uses the dude as almost like a, a mattress no i thought from the uh a plane no that's crank that's crank that's crank, crank. Okay. which almost made my favorite movies all you time, had me at mid coitus yeah yeah mid coitus <laughs> have you not seen Shimo? no i haven't oh, actually we may have to watch surprisingly together it's 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 really good I used to watch it uh we watched that my i used to put on manly tea parties <laughs> in which we would watch we'd all drink tea while watching manly action movies hmm, excellent yes. he shot his head quite well <laughs> wouldn't you say our first yes. one was Predator is, the original is Predator the original oh, Predator that was the first one we watched yeah. been pushing too many pieces all right that concludes the first episode of reel it in thank you for listening in the next episode we will be talking about our top 10 favorite movies that have shaped us as people and define a lot of our interesting personalities so if you would leave in the comments your honorable mentions your top 10 
and perhaps we will feature it in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Do 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 do